Hey, good morning. We're live on the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Hope you're doing well today. I am dragging along. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Huh? How you doing? Got to drink my, my dad cup, Batman. Um, So it's it's the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master, Scrum Master, and as a coach. Hope you're doing well today. And uh, when I talked today about, I was watching my kids play soccer in the 43 weather here in the States. And uh, this may reflect on how having good steady pace allows you to take advantage of opportunities as they come along. And that's kind of what Scrum does. People may trash the the different events that we have, like the sprint. Well, I mean, they call it an event. They do. Um, we get sprint planning, daily scrum, sprint review, and retrospective, right? And the sprint review, review, people trash it so much. Or why do we do this? Because it gets you ready for when the opportunity comes. And as I was watching the soccer, and I was watching the World Cup over the weekend too, it made me, you know, just think about it more and how does that play into the opportunities? So we're going to talk about that today. Keep it short. Bubbles is already curled up sleeping over here and she looks too cute to disturb. <laughs> Sorry, Bubbles. Anyway, so it's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master Scrum Master and as a coach. And we're going to talk a little bit about football, soccer, depending on where you are in the world. And how Scrum helps you prepare for those opportunities. And what I saw in the soccer field and what the two are together. Just to give you just, just different perspectives and how it fits in and why. And uh, we do this so you can bring value to the customer. Not work crazy hours. Get home to family and friends and have a little fun along the way. You can watch your kids play soccer. Watch the little uh, World Cup soccer, which was awesome this weekend. It was an awesome game. Um, <clears throat> so... What am I talking about? What's this? What's this? What's this cadence or practice or whatever you can call it? I saw Alan Iverson's um, little video. He talked, What about practice? Okay. So in soccer, you're watching, I'm watching the kids, and I can tell when my kids aren't ready or prepared. It's when they have a nice pace, they're moving along the field and at a decent pace, not always accelerating. At 120%, but a good pace, not too slow. Because when I see slow is I see when the other teams take advantage of it. And I saw that in the World Cup a couple times too. When you relax like that and you can't maintain that good steady pace of what you're doing, then things start falling apart. So that when the opportunity, the opening between the players comes, that you can just accelerate and shoot through and win, right? And that's the key. And that's where scrum is very similar it's a close similar. Let's go that way. You could you could debate me if you want. That'd be fine. Um, and put your own opinions. I always love hearing other people's opinions, how, how it may relate or may not relate to football or soccer. Um, so in Scrum, we practice everything, every sprint. And the more practices you get, the better you get at it. Therefore, so when we look at the events, the planning, short-term planning, plan what we want to do. So we know what we can and can't do over, over the long haul. As an old program manager, having those plans allowed me the flexibility to adjust when I needed to take advantage of something. 
I knew what the impacts were. And without that little bit of planning, even just for two weeks, you can't adjust and make sure you inform people, which is the most key part of everything, what you're doing and where you're going. And that and that's important. The daily scrum, just knowing what you're doing every day, just as a huddle, you watch you watch the teams on the on the soccer field. They're always huddling together, always talking it up, planning what their next move, even a short term perspective. And the breaks in between aren't that long. Like these teams that want to have these half hour, hour long discussions on stuff, they don't even do that in in the, in the soccer games in the World Cup. They it's it's a small break just to get together. Are we in the right path? Where are we going? And then the sprint review, which is kind of where I'm really at it more than like the retrospective. I don't know, know so much the retrospective in the soccer, but you can watch film and see how you screwed up or did well in a retrospective, which they all do. So why why don't we want to do retrospectives if if the professional soccer players are doing retrospectives all the time? I, I don't understand that. You watch professionals that make millions of dollars a year best in the world and they definitely watch video and what they did and what worked and what did not work and look at your competition so the last one is the sprint review so many people don't want to do the sprint review but that's where you make your money right your ability to present what you built and this is key is how customers buy your product right so by getting into the habit of every sprint showing your wares it triggers a couple of things it triggers the thought process of how does this help my customer how can i put this in the best light how do i want to present the product i did every sprint to the customer those combination of thought brings the most value and by doing it every sprint it prepares you when you have to do the big presentation or the big unveiling of what you're going to do and really score the victory and by doing that, you're more prepared. Teams that don't do the reviews aren't going to be prepared. I'm going to tell you right now, they're not ready to stand in front of a VP, executive VP, <clears throat> or anything like that to present their wares. And it's so lackluster. There's there's no enthusiasm. It's fear. There are a lot of hesitation in what you want to do. So we have a comment. Hey, here we go. We got a comment. Greg Messer. Can can Scrum Masters do systematic racism that has sometimes impact planning? Team members who look down on other team members because of their gender race sometimes do not trust the inputs of team members in planning estimating piece of work. I whether it's races or not in the meetings. I can't. Uh, I think it's about scrum masters should be aware of when things are going, how to create the best environment for teams to talk about planning, estimating stuff. I mean, you can get some, I mean, some guy, some guy or girl who's been doing this business for decades, right? Doesn't appreciate what the new people bring on board. And there's a little bit of that problem. There's that hero syndrome. If, uh, I want to say Fulzo, I don't know, F-O-L-U-S-O, -O. Oh, Ambrose. I can say Ambrose, your middle name. I like Ambrose, it's a good name, actually. Um, so Ambrose, the, the idea of they can 
fix that, right? They can build an organization that allows everyone to participate. And in fact, that is what a Scrum Master is supposed to be doing. There's not supposed to be letting people, no matter what race, creed, color, gender, whatever, uh, not feel like they're participating in the group. Now, also, you got to make sure people aren't using that as, well, you know, because of this, I can't do that. Well, no, 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 no. Let's build a system together to allow everyone to participate in the discussions. Like if you have one person pointing on your stories all the time, well, that's wrong whether it has a problem with, you know, makeup or whatever in the first place. You should never be allowing one person to point on your stories and do all the estimating. If you're doing that, it doesn't matter. That's just bad planning, right? That's that bad scrum mastership. Having one person do all the work or not have confidence other. Again, bad scrum master, right? Um, you have to create this environment to do that. I hope that helps a little bit. Yes, they can help that problem. The problem is, is your system designed for one person to dictate the operations? I think I'm losing, of course, I'm losing signal as soon as I'm doing this. And I got to go to my, my other meeting. So I don't know how good my signal is, but I got a warning here. Hopefully I'm still good. I don't know, Bubbles. Are we still good? I think I disconnected my phone. Yeah. All right. Signal's going bad. <laughs> I want to say, I'll bring that up. You know what? I'll, I'll bring that up as a talking point maybe in, uh, in LinkedIn. So I'll think about it. I'll put some stuff out there. And uh, feel free to comment. Okay. All right. All right, Ambrose. Thank you very much for that. But again, it is up to the Scrum Master to build a system with the team so everyone participates. And it's not always what you think it is. A lot of times it's just people just think they're the only ones can do the job and no one else can do it. And what a good Scrum Master does is create an environment where everyone can do the job. I just had that the other day. They kept signing everything to one, one person or two. They stopped it. They finally listened to me after I bastard them for months. And now their velocity is going through the roof because everyone's doing everyone's work. And they're not waiting for one person to get all the assignments. So it works when 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 they when you're open to it. So, all right, Ambrose, I will send something on that. In fact, I'm going to copy that. Can I copy it? I can show it. There you go. So that is what he had to say. And I'll put something on LinkedIn. I wish I could copy it. All right. That's what I should do. Now I just figured out. Right, thanks, Ambrose. I'm going to click on the comments during the video so you can all see them. That's what I should do. Okay. I'll do that next time. All right. Thank you all. You have a great day. Great question. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow.